hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have our famous uh, other host, co-host, or (laughs) the real host of Fish Talk Radio, which is Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz, direct from La Paz. And we're in the, as soon as we take a break, Grizz, (laughs) Grizz, (laughs) he can spin some tails. There's no question about it. But what you're going to hear coming up with a segment with him is actually um, not an exaggeration. Well, no, I there got might pictures be, and films yeah. and everything, John. <laughs> well, okay, I can prove it all. You you can, but you know, there's still such a thing as a grizz factor that uh, sometimes things get. Yeah, yeah, but when you're filming and yeah. you know you're taking pictures of scales and yeah. signing affidavits, you can't use the yeah. grizz factor, and that's just a rotten <laughs> shame. <laughs> But this last trip that you just got back from, you were telling me stories. Very, very hard to believe. Uh, last week we talked about the Bass Lake in, in Sinaloa, which was absolutely an incredible story. But I think the people that are listening to, uh, to this show, uh, this story is going to be even more incredible. Yeah, so, it's pretty incredible, John. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. to be able to accomplish what I accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, you know, it helps if you know what you're doing, but, uh, uh, you know, first of all, you got to be in the right place at the right time. And then it helps if you know what you're doing. That's for sure. You got that right. But, uh, you know, the fact with not only what you were able to accomplish, but how you did it and the gear that you used, I think people are going to be very interested in that. So, well, it was, uh, pretty exciting. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're going to have to go to a break uh, for a couple of minutes, and we're going to come back, and Grizz is going to uh, spin a yarn that is almost unbelievable, but it's actually true. So you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with the Grizz. Hang in there, Grizz. We'll be right back with you. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Cutthroat, northern pike, largemouth, speckled trout, dorado, coho, flyingfish, walleye, bonefish, sunfish, codfish, monkfish, shark, barracuda, tarpon. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and uh, we have uh, Ken Cleveland sitting in at the microphone while he's taking a break from phone calls and just got back from Cabo, and he is uh, um, in you know, California, but it's a little nippy here, and he's complaining. It's really cold here. <laughs> But anyway, it's all relative. Um, we're going to be uh, uh, be talking to somebody from Maine. It's probably a little cooler there. We have we have a great show lined up. But what we want to do is we want to get started with Grizz right away because this segment is only ten minutes, and Grizz has an incredible yarn to spin. But now. Grizz is good at telling stories. You make me sound like an old woman, a yarn to spin. It's a tale to tell. A tale to tell. And, you know, know, as we know, Grizz um, has a tendency to get excited. But uh, uh, what he's going to tell us about, he has pictures, he has it on film, and what he did this last week is something that he had was set out on a mission and he accomplished it. Grizz, go ahead and jump into the story. Well, John, what it is is for years and years and years, people have never been able to figure out how to catch giant broomtail groupers on a fly. Mike and that's what that. I mean, yeah. a fly. Yeah. With a fly rod and everything. So we had some great help. A scientific angler uh, made us some lines that uh, sank at right about two feet per second, and we put them on. We had 13 weights, and we also had nine weights. Uh, out in Way out in the ocean, we used the 13 weights, 
so we could actually get that line all the way down. We were fishing at 27 feet with a fly rod. Mm -hmm. And how you do that is you make a cast, and then you mend the line up current just so it goes down, and then you start stripping very, very slow so you don't bring it up off the bottom. Mm -hmm. And we caught calico bass. We caught Sierra mackerel. We caught leopard grouper. We caught uh, broomtail grouper. We caught almost everything you could imagine on a fly rod. Now, the object of the mission wasn't just to catch fish. We did catch way over each man. There were four of us fishing, 120 to 150 fish a day. Wow. But the mission was to catch grouper and set new world records on grouper. On a fly rod. On a a fly. Mm -hmm. On... uh, for the uh, broomtail grouper. Now, so, uh, just, just a couple we of, went up. Yeah, we, yeah. I know the best place. I've caught a lot of grouper over 60 pounds there. And, you know, I've caught them up to 85 pounds. And if you want to put the grizz factor in it, probably 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but realistic, I think my biggest one's 85, 87 pounds. Uh-huh. So we wanted to catch a grouper that would break the existing record. Now, being it's so hard to catch grouper on a fly, imagine the, the existing record was five pounds on a 20-pound tippet. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds like not much fish for a line, but you've got to remember, grouper live in rocks. They run out, suck the bait in, and they go right back to the cave. Now, to pull a grouper out of the cave, because the caves are very, very sharp rocks, Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible. So the way you do it is you start stripping, and as soon as they hit, you point the rod at the lines going and wrap your hand around the line, and you have your boatman start pulling. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't cut your arm off, <laughs> you can pull them out of there. Wow. Now, we did that, and we caught a lot, but we still weren't getting what we wanted. So right in front of the hotel, actually the cabins and the restaurant, there is uh, some, well, it's a man-made reef. And basically, that means junk thrown into the water. Mm-hmm. And it was known for having a lot of groupers. So I went out and fished from the bank or the shore and caught at least 120 grouper. Every cast I was catching a grouper. And we still were getting what we wanted. However, finally, at 7.30 in the morning, I threw the fly and hooked up, and the fight was on. And I got the New World Record grouper. If people want to see it, I invite you to go to my website and uh, to Mike Ritz, and you can see pictures of it with the scales. And uh, James was with me, and 
I did set the new world record. Now, I don't want to tell you the weight. I want you people to go in there, and I want you to look at it, and I want you to tell me what you think it wow. weighs. Well, I can tell you that it's a beautiful fish, and it's, cer- it's, a big and, boy. And it, and it's certainly not five pounds. I guarantee you that. It's no, probably no, closer no. to ten times it's that. Oh, it's yeah. way over that. Yeah. Wow. But uh, I took it on a very <clears throat> small fly. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very fortunate to get it in. He he did cave up, and I just let slack out, slack out, and finally he came out, and oh. I was able to pull him away from oh. the cave. Oh, so he went back in and hid, and then you kind of pretended that uh, that he didn't have he, a hook. He in didn't his have mouth. a hook in his mouth, and, and then when you when you started pulling it out, he yeah, you, you were able well, to suck him out. Well, him swim out on his own. Yeah, wow. You know, I gave him the slack so mm-hmm. he felt free, and then he yeah. swam out, and then I jerked him back. And then I walked back oh, on the, shore. the beach, pulling back so yeah. that it was me being the boat yeah. and pulling the fly and pulling the fish up mm-hmm. to the shore. Uh, a couple of quick questions. Well, first of all, um, explain where you went. Because we've only got a couple of minutes, but let us, let us give us well, an idea where you went. the best place in the world is in Baja California. It's a place called La Bocana. Bocana. It's okay. a fishing town. They've built log cabins, log cabins on the beach, mm-hmm. a fantastic lodge restaurant bar, great boats, and great people. Hmm. It's about 12 miles north of La Paz. That's it? What do you minute. mean that's it? It's 12 miles north of La Paz? 12 hours. Oh, 12 hours. hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. And no, it, it, and it's, was, it's on it's on the it's on the Pacific though. Yeah. If yeah. it was that far up I'd be fishing it right now, I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if it was that close. Uh well just real quickly, a couple of quick questions. How deep is the water? And uh tell uh, us the deep where we caught these were about eighteen feet. Okay. And and the uh I guess the other quick question is the fly that I assume you had to tie that yourself. You don't uh, Yeah, we tied all of our own flies. Uh, if you go to my website, you can actually see the flies. I call it the Grizz Puppy. Mm-hmm. Grizz Puppy. Okay. That's, yeah, I saw the picture. Really, kinda, really, you kinda, guys got to go uh, there. It's kind of green. We yeah. caught over 11 different species of fish. Wow. And each day we caught over 120 fish. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Four days, four television shows. It was that much. Yeah. Well, I can well imagine. So we'll get to a chance to see those, too. And uh, we're going to be talking about your television shows uh, a little bit later, but you're you're on a roll now. You're putting some things together that we'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks. But uh, right now we probably uh, better wrap it up. But you can go to uh, the, um, was it online? Well, it's... it's uh, the best way to come get a hold of me, and you can find all my information, just go to my personal web or my personal uh, Facebook, which is Mike... M-I-K-E, Ritz, R-I-T-Z. And then that'll put you into my SOB Productions, okay. ASOB.com, yeah. uh, everything that I yeah. have, Instagram, right. Twitter, right. So it's, it's uh, a, everything. Right. We're it's, everywhere right. there, so it's, you can uh, find us. Or yeah. if you really want to get excited, just go to Mike, the Grizz, Ritz, and Google me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's exciting, Grizz. Uh, thanks, thanks for that. I, um, absolutely amazing story. Okay, we're gonna have to cut you off, Grizz. Thank you very much. We'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. Yeah,
first named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. We just talked to Grizz in Baja, and we're going to take a, a little bit. Oh, that was an exciting show, uh, segment, wasn't it? About fly fishing for uh, grouper. Um, not too many people have tried it, that's for sure, but what an incredible trip. Anyway, we're going to go across the country, all the way to Maine. We have Ray Young from Young's Lobster Pound in, um, now, what city is that in, in Maine, Ray? It's in Belfast, Maine. Belfast, Maine, okay. Now, Ray, um, it's certainly that time of the year, and hopefully while we have you on, uh, we can get some information if people that are listening in would like to um, partake in some of the incredible seafood you have, in, in particular the lobster. We'll give them information on how to do that. Uh, but let's start off, I think that the commercial fishing industry 
as in a lot of parts of the world has, has had a lot of problems, mainly in sustainability, you know, water pollution and, and you know, such as that. But Maine seems to be consistently a great success story. Uh, it, it's apparently the, um, there's the abundance of lobster and, and other shellfish uh, have been able to sustain. And can you kind of address that a little bit and, and why that's true? Sure. Yeah, years ago, we really started this uh, many years ago. Uh, uh, had started at least uh, 55, 60 years ago when we started doing uh, size limits on our lobsters. So on the body shell from the eye socket to the back of the body shell with the tail staff, on a small one years ago, it was around three inches, and then we've increased it. Now we're up to three and a quarter inches, mm-hmm. which is the smallest lobster is about a pound, pound and eight, the mm-hmm. smallest lobster we can take. And then also on that body shell, we have gauge for the other side, which is up to five inches. And so anything between that three and a quarter and five inch gauge, we can take for, uh, you know, just to harvest. Anything over five inches on that body shell, which could be a four and a half, Five-pound lobster, about the biggest we can mm-hmm. have, goes back for breeding stock lobsters. Oh, so we've been doing that for many years, and now the and along with other things, we on our traps. We have uh, escape vents on the side where the smaller lobsters can get out. If a trap gets cut off, we have a hog ring that rusts off, so that the door tips down and lobsters can still get out. Oh, um, also on uh, traps. The biggest uh, fisherman can only have 800 traps per boat, uh, so no more than that. So, <clears throat> well, that so between like all lot, those yeah. things, uh, those have really helped our industry mm-hmm. succeed and get bigger. Um, and now uh, we had, uh, not recently, I had some uh, biologists went out with one of the fishermen, and they had set traps in different areas, and they used a cod mesh trap, which is a very <clears throat> fine mesh to try to catch everything and see what was in there. And there was lobsters, anything from an inch long up to just under the measure, or just under mm-hmm. a pound, mm-hmm. as, a, as 100 to 125, 30 lobsters to a trap. So the bottom is just crawling with small lobsters. Oh. have something now for every year. Mm-hmm coming along and uh, and it's still, it's well, still growing. To, to reach a uh, minimum of size, uh, how old does a lobster have to have to be to reach that size? It takes seven years to be about a legal size lobster, about wow. a pound, pound and eight. Wow. So, well, yeah, it's... It's uh, done very, very well. Yeah. So, well, the, the, you know, a little bit of forward thinking, but uh, it sounds like you guys don't have any shortage of lobster. And one of the things that, that I find very interesting on the West Coast with the spiny lobster, um, the price per pound is, uh, well, they're, I don't know why, but apparently the Japanese really like them, but there's like 20 to $24 a pound. But the uh, main lobster, uh, what, what are they, uh, what is a, um, let's just say a big lobster, say a two-pound lobster, what, what would that uh, go for? A two-pound lobster, usually they run about a dollar a pound over what the smaller ones do. We have a mm-hmm. two price limits for the boys when they are mm-hmm. catching lobsters. So uh, lobsters, unlike the big size, they're, they're around $7 a pound and $8 a pound, depending wow. on the soft shell. Wow. But uh, the price this year was... About a dollar, dollar twenty a pound higher than it has been in the last few years, mm-hmm. and the Oriental market has picked up this way also with shipping overseas. So, oh. uh, so 
it has picked up some, but it's still a reasonable product compared to the Yosemite lobster. Right. Wow. Yeah. And what's tasty? I mean, everybody has their, their opinions on it, but, you know, the cold water main uh, lobster. Yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken is here with two thumbs up. Uh, very sweet meat. The best. The best. The best. And what about some of the other shellfish? Our uh, our clams and mussels, uh, those are still growing abundantly. Uh, we do have uh, size limits on our clams and mussels. Clams have to be at least two inches long. Uh, there is no minimum that how many they can harvest, but they have certain areas that can be harvested at certain mm-hmm. times of the year. Mussels the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, our crabs... There were, a lot of our crabs have moved offshore or moved out because there's so many lobsters on the bottom uh, where they're fishing. Mm-hmm. The lobsters are will eat the crabs. Oh, so, you know that's a that's a part wow. of their diet. So wow. a lot of the crabs have kind of moved out of there. So we don't want to be eating. We're moving the heck out. Oh, interesting. So the crabs have have, have slacked up in areas mm-hmm. where we would normally see, you know, eight or ten crabs in the trap with the lobsters. It's, they might see one to every 20 traps now. So okay. the, so the crabs have moved out. If they move out in a different area, they will catch crabs. But where there's lobsters, there won't be many crabs because they just drive them right away. Mm-hmm. And so, how far offshore uh, are the lobster beds? Uh, lobsters right now, they're in, this, usually this time of the year, they're out in, you know, in 50, 60 feet of water or oh, more, and yeah. they're still catching lobsters in mm-hmm. the 25 to 35 feet of water. Mm-hmm. So they're still in close, and they're still uh, molting right now, uh, in, which is late. Uh, usually they <coughs> start molting in July and August and in September, and then they start to harden up go the other way. But now they're still shedding, even as we speak, as some of the offshore mm-hmm. boats to the fishing in the mud. Well, on the, on, on the West Coast with El Nino, the water temperatures, it, it just, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, there is no such thing as normal. Uh, what's it like on the, in the uh, East Coast? Right now, our water temperature is anywhere between 45 to 47 on okay. bottom temperature. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, if the farther out you go, it's a little bit colder. But other than mm-hmm. that, inside up in the harbor, it's in the 45 degree range roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's getting colder each day as the weather go- goes mm-hmm. on. But I have had to put uh, cooling systems in my building where I keep all that. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a whole 30,000 pounds, and Holy we've had smokes. to cool you, that temperature down. You, you, and so it's your facility. You, you hold 30,000 pounds of lobster or shellfish? Yep, shellfish. yep right in all wow. lobsters inside the building, all in tanks, and they're three, three <coughs> years high. Okay. And, uh, well, if somebody would like to uh, get some delivered... Uh, now, now, we're in California, but I know that you can ship anywhere in the U.S. Uh, if someone's interested maybe for New Year's or, or you know, Christmas might be kind of tight. But if there's people interested in New Year's or they just want to uh, do something really special, then how how could they do that? How do they get in touch with you? Well, we're all good right up till uh, we can ship right up till the uh, days before Christmas, like the 23rd to the 24th. They can be there or... And we do the same right up till the day before New Year's, New Year's Day. And they can go on the website and look at Young's for the Nest, Lobster for the Nest, uh-huh. yahoo.com, and go that way. Or they can call us at 207-338-1160, and we can set them up that way and figure out how, what they want, okay. when they want them there, and we'll get them there. Well, I know that it's easy to find. I mean, if, if you can... Uh, Google Young's Lobster. I'm sure you can find a phone number, but repeat it one more time. 
And also remember that you can go back to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. And if you miss the phone number, then you can just uh, play it again and again until you got it right. But the phone number is one more time. 207-338-1160. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll be happy to, you know, give you the prices and what it costs to get them there, and well, we'll take care just, of you. Just give us a, a quick idea. So what would it cost uh, for, um, well, I guess live ones are a little more difficult to to, uh, to ship, but you have frozen and you have cooked, and then, of course, you've got different shellfish. But uh, give us, let's just say that you want uh, half a dozen lobster. Um, um, half a dozen lobsters to go live overnight in California probably cost you about $110, $112. Uh-huh. And if we cooked them or pre-cooked them, we could send them second-day air. And the freight drops about $30 on the freight. Oh, so you're okay. looking at the around 75 to $85 somewhere in there wow. to get them there. So it's a lot yeah. cheaper to go that route. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then also, I know uh, <clears throat> some time ago you sent me some frozen tails. And those yes, yeah, great. we do uh, frozen tails, or we can show you just a clear lobster meat. Uh-huh. Uh, any way you want them, any way you want them to deliver, we can get them there live, cooked, or yeah. frozen. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> you guys are big, <laughs> and <laughs> and I guess it was started by uh, your your name, of course, is Ray Young, and it's Young <coughs> Lobster Pound, and the lobster pound, apparently what that means is it's a place that you hold lobster, like a dog pound or something, so that uh, it's uh, you bring them in and then you hold them there and then ship them. Right. Yeah, it's just a big holding facility, and you can see here. It's amazing to see them all crawling around, and we have all the sizes <laughs> in the tanks. So Absolutely quite amazing. Quite a lot of them look at. Now, are, are they seasonal? Can you get these most any time of the year? Maine has uh, year-round fishing here, so wow. uh, we get in the winter months. Sometimes it might be a little schedule. They may not get out yeah. there once a week or so, but right now they're fishing every day. All right. Well, give Ray a call if you want to get, get yourself or, or maybe someone else that you're fond of a, a real treat. And uh, this is absolutely incredible. And you guys are doing a great job back there. It's been doing it for 75 years, and it's I'm doing it in a sustainable way. So that's that's really good news. Uh, yeah, it's a great industry. Right. Okay, Ray, we appreciate that very much, and I hope we got some people motivated. I know you got me motivated. So well, you, thanks for having me. You betcha. Okay, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. You can find us at fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. We'll be right back with you. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors.
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. I went down to the fishing hole, and I sat down with my fishing pole. Some grabbed my hook, and they got my bait, and they jerked me out in the middle of the lake. <laughs> Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have uh, Christian Burby, also known as the Camo Queen. And we'll let her introduce herself, and maybe we can find out what a Camo Queen is. Uh, Christian, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you. And the reason we brought you on is your, I guess your publicist got in touch with me and mm-hmm. said, you've you got to read this book. This this girl is it's just a, a fun, fun book about the outdoors. And <laughs> the name of the book is? Confessions of a Camel Queen Living with an Outdoorsman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I think we can probably guess what a Camel Queen is, but why don't you explain it? Well, I think it's basically just a matter of getting camel underwear for every holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, having to deal with the antics of living with an outdoorsman. Uh And I actually really enjoy fishing and a lot of outdoor activities, but Mm -hmm. I am not nearly as crazy as he is. Mm -hmm. And so um, that would basically be the gist of my life. Okay. And so you've kind of put this into a book. Now, um, I know your significant other is a very avid outdoorsman. Yes. And, I, you know, it probably takes a special kind of person uh, to to make it work out. So obviously you, you have to um, go along with it, at least if not enjoy uh, the outdoors. Right. And I think that, you know, the best advice I ever was given was from another woman who actually was married to an outdoorsman forever. 
And that is, you just have to laugh at them because otherwise you will make yourself crazy. So, <laughs> you know, I've kind of embraced that advice and I just look at him and think he is so nuts. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of actually pretty hilarious if you think about it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's some, I, I haven't read the whole book yet. I was, I was trying to get through it the, the last night or two. And, and the, the great thing about it, it's uh, very short chapters, very easy read and very entertaining. I know my husband actually is not a book reader. He's an outdoor magazine reader. So if it's a hunting magazine, a fishing magazine, he's on it. But Mm -hmm. if it's a book, he's like, ah. And so this is, I think, the only book that I've ever seen him actually read. Uh (laughs) And so he actually really enjoyed it just because, you know, he's guilty of everything in that book. Yeah, well, you, you did poke some fun at him in that book. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> His yeah. buddies are loving it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, give us uh, the, the flavor of the book is something uh, that I found very interesting and entertaining. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's an easy, it's a, just an easy, fun read. And there's, uh, I guess you said something about there's a very exclusive club uh, called the Camel Queens. Yes, they're also known as the Hunter's Widows. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's just all these, all the women who deal with these crazy outdoorsmen. And I know there are lots of women who mm-hmm. love the outdoors as well. But um, I think that a lot of men take it to a whole new level than a woman could ever even imagine. Oh, <laughs> well, we've we've <laughs> talked to you know some ladies, uh, especially you know hunting and fishing. And I like uh, Larisha Unleashed. You know, she does a lot of hunting, fishing, and and uh, not only that, she's really good at it. Uh, mm-hmm. But the you know the being able to enjoy uh, um, a lifestyle and a, and a sport like that, like I said, you, you do, I mean, wh- what is your, I like the idea, what are you getting for Christmas? Camo underwear, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm not really sure. Um, I saw, my husband doesn't think I know that I saw this, but um, th- there was a catalog sitting on the counter and it had all these pages dog-eared and I was, oh. Oh, I'm going to peek at that and see what that is. And, of course, it was the pink camouflage page. So I oh. know that I'm getting several of the things on that page. So yeah. some pink camo is definitely coming my way. Hmm. That, that's interesting. <laughs> I uh, know. And I know that um, last year he's not a very good present wrapper. Oh. And so he can imagine that. And so um, there was this perfectly shaped present shaped like a bow underneath the tree and it was yeah. in paper and so it was totally obvious what it was and mm-hmm. he was like didn't think that i would get that that was a bow and arrow set oh, oh my <laughs> gosh and so of course i open it yeah. and it's a purple bow so oh okay <laughs> well tell us I've, tell us about, about yourself first of all and some of the some of the things that you enjoy about the outdoors what uh uh, you like hunting, fishing. Uh, uh, I assume that uh, that you do some bow hunting since you've got one now. Well, I don't bow hunt. I'd like to shoot the archery, though. So, um, you know, we'll go shoot. And he's practicing for the real deal, but I just like to go out and practice shooting. So, mm-hmm. um, But I love shooting bows and um, actually guns as well. We go to the shooting range quite a bit. And um, he's actually pretty jealous because I'm actually a better shot than him oh, with handguns. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I like to do that, and I love getting out and fishing, but I am going to be honest, I am 
a fair-weathered fisherwoman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like to go when it's snowing and cold and freezing. Well, you're you're um, in, you're in Helen, uh, Montana. Missoula, Montana. Yeah. Oh, you're in Missoula. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, and uh, probably a little nippy back there right now. It is. We've got about six inches of snow and counting. So. Mm-hmm. It's definitely chilly, but now, right now is the time of year for duck hunting, and so, yeah. you know, that's a nice cold hobby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, the concept of uh, crawling into this, uh, which, I guess, they, you know, the blind, but it, it's just like a... Uh, icy tomb. <laughs> an icy tomb, yeah, and just <laughs> sitting there and waiting. And right. I, don't, I don't care what kind of gear you're wearing. Man, there's just no way you can keep warm. No, it is cold, and that's usually when I have my hot toddies. Oh, you put them in a thermos? <laughs> it seems to help a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, give but, us, give us uh, if you don't mind, give us a couple of excerpts uh, from your book that people might be interested in kind of getting a flavor of it. Sure. Uh, let's see. So I have a glossary. It's a Camo Queen glossary, which mm-hmm. basically just has all of the, you know, things I hear about all the time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so the first one is binos, binos which are binoc- okay. yeah, binoculars, mm-hmm. which is a visual aid used to determine the species of ear mite infesting the hunter's prey across the valley and two ridges away. <laughs> okay. Um, a bite is when a sad little fish sacrifices itself to boost the outdoorsman's self-esteem. The slightest <laughs> nibble causes symptoms of screaming, hooting, jumping up and down, and swearing. Side effects include swooning, sudden clumsiness, Tunnel vision. The ability to discern size becomes severely impaired, especially if the fish gets away. <laughs> Which we all know is true. Every time you miss a fish, it was oh, always yeah. the monster oh, yeah. on there. Right. <laughs> um, another one is, <clears throat> let's see, camo. Any article of clothing covered in a pattern designed to blend in seamlessly with grass, bushes, trees, wood, dirt, snow, or water rendering the wearer magically invisible only to other outdoorsmen. Also worn <laughs> as a badge of honor at the mall, four-star <laughs> restaurants, and the church. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is true. Um, we actually have, my husband, we actually have a dental practice as well, and my husband, so he can't wear camo to work, obviously, oh. but he has camo undies under his work clothes. Oh. So he can't go you know, leave the house without some sort of camo on. Uh (laughs) Uh, Let's see. A rack. The object of an outdoorsman can't wait to get his hands on the shapely, ample, uplifted, unrestrained, post-prevescent growth prominently displayed by male deer, elk, and moose, and female humans. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The rut. The time of year when deer, elk, and other critters produce excess hormones in preparation for procreation. The hormones stimulate outdoorsmen to act all horny and brainless around guns and four-wheelers. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, the stink wagon. The outdoorsman's vehicle, most likely a truck, with dog hair seat covers and stale fart air fresheners. Oh. The, the wagon is a mobile, super fun site full of rotten, fossilized corn dogs, bloody feathers, random body parts, and more weapons than the National Guard. Do not <laughs> enter without full hazmat protection. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, think I've, I think I've been in some of those. 
<laughs> I know. I can't even wear white to sit in his truck because you get out and you're covered in, you know, your white is no longer white. It's yeah. furry and dirty and yeah. disgusting. So whenever we go anywhere that I have to stay clean, I always insist that we take my car. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, something else I thought was kind of cute. You're talking about the first date. Mm-hmm. you recall that story? <laughs> you want me, yes. Do you want me to read you that little excerpt? Uh, yeah, if you have it, yeah. The hot date? All yeah. right. So... <clears throat> What you're about to hear sounds like one of those redneck jokes, but I can assure you this is no laughing matter. You know when you're dating an outdoorsman, if you've ever been on a hot date that featured tearing live worms in half, or if the date's special dinner was corn dogs from a gas station. If the beer was warm and your feet and hands and nose were cold, you sure as hell are dating an outdoorsman if the romance includes a corsage of prickly weeds clinging to your clothes dancing the two-step waiting in line at the pit toilet outhouse, and a long, passionate, wet kiss from his Labrador retriever. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to keep going? No, that's okay. We're just about running out of time in this segment. (laughs) But it is delightful. Uh, So, Kristen, uh, it's Barube. Is that how you pronounce it? B-E-R-U-B-E? Yep, Barube. Okay, and that's Confessions of a Camo Queen. And I'm sure that's available pretty much, uh, well, I, I know that it's, you know, uh, I got a couple of uh, paperback uh, copies, and it's, it's a light read, it's inexpensive. Uh, so how, do, how does somebody find that if they want to hurry up and get it? Um, the easiest way probably is just through Amazon.com, mm-hmm. and um, it, that's available everywhere. I don't know what stores it's on in mm-hmm. down there, but I know it's through Barnes & Noble and mm-hmm. Walmart as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's delightful. And uh, certainly got a sense of humor, that's for sure. But I guess it would take it. Okay. All right. Kristen, we're going to have to go over this segment. We appreciate you uh, you sharing that with us. And uh, if you want to get in touch, I would suggest to pick that up and read it or give it to somebody that's uh, probably a girl. But anyway, they'll appreciate it. I don't know. Guys seem to really enjoy it, too, right. just because they're okay. so guilty of everything in that book. Okay. we got to go. Thank you very much, Kristen. Thank you. All right. All right. Yep. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at costabajaresort.com.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have uh, Ken Cleveland sitting here kind of laughing along with Kristen, uh, Kristen Barub, who has written a a book that I think is uh, very entertaining called Confessions of a Camo Queen. And this is a book uh, written by a woman and uh, some of the trials and tribulations of what it's like to be married uh, or her significant other is a uh, uh, an outdoorsman, an avid outdoorsman. And some of the stories and tales that are in in the book you'll find very entertaining. It's kind of written a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Now, Christian, if you're married to an avid outdoorsman, I, I, I'm sure it would take a special person to be able to um, <laughs> suffer through that, you know, you get, gee, what am I going to get for Christmas? A bow and arrow and camo underwear. <laughs> well, at least you know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> There's no mystery. Yeah. No mystery. But uh, Confessions of a Camo Queen. Uh, I know that you, you must get out once in a while. Can you, t- is there any, anything that, uh, that you might to share with any of the stories that you personally have um, uh, enjoyed with your husband? Sure. Um, I actually go with him quite a bit just, you know, to get out and get some fresh air and exercise. And um, I know one time we went on a deer hunt and we went up and um, I'd only ever been, you know, just randomly just with my dad, you know, just Mm -hmm. for fun. And it wasn't ever like a serious affair. Like when I go with my husband, it's serious. Like you have, you know, there is no talking. There is, you cannot walk anyway except for super quietly, mm-hmm. and um, 
so he decided he was going to take me, and he just assumed that I knew, mm-hmm. I guess, the proper etiquette, yeah, and I right. didn't, and I okay. talked too much, and he kept telling me to be quiet and right. hushing me up, and I was like, um, I kept trying, but I just couldn't stop talking, <laughs> and it didn't work. Did he make you put uh, uh, deer urine on or anything like that? No, but he, um, I think about halfway through the trip, he... I must have been downwind from him because he sniffed me and he's like, you're wearing smelly girl lotion. Oh, no. Oh, well, maybe that's why we're not seeing anything. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't have the right boots on. I didn't have, um, have like, he buys a new pair of boots, I swear, every year for mm-hmm. hiking up around. And mm-hmm. I just had my old white Sorel boots on uh-huh. and, um you know, I was walking really loud with these boots because, you know, they're kind of clunky. Yeah. <laughs> so, needless to say, I don't get invited deer hunting very often. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're if you're in Montana and it's this time of the year, the Sorrells are, you know, that's kind of what you need. To, right. Well, just, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't really have any high-tech hunting gear for uh, that sort of thing, so mm-hmm. I had to make do with my Sorrells, and apparently... Well, do you... Uh, uh, who... Uh, who prepares uh, the game that he brings home? Um, I actually do, and that's my next book is actually a venison cookbook. So, oh really? Yeah, so I'm working on that right now. Uh-huh. And um, but yeah, I've found you know lots of ways to cook it, and mm-hmm. I actually really enjoy it now. And mm-hmm. before, when we first started cooking, <clears throat> and I didn't really like it, and now I actually have developed a taste so for it. I, where I, I suspect I really your Thanksgiving it. table is uh, full of wild bounty. Well, sometimes it is. We always have wild turkeys out by our house, and so mm-hmm. he's always telling me he's going to go and blast a wild turkey. There you go. But. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kristen, it's been delightful. We're going to have to let you go. Uh, okay. Confessions of a Camo Queen. Uh, if you want some great entertainment, I would suggest that you they pick up a copy. And, of course, you can listen to us as many times as you want on fishtalkradio.com and Christian tune in uh, to fishtalkradio.com and we can see how well you came across you did a great job nice job Christine. thank you Alrighty. all right you are listening to fish talk radio we appreciate you tuning in and I'll be back with you soon you gone fishing 